Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. What do you get when you take a smart ass sex and dating expert who's a little too smart for his own good? And you take a smoking hot vixen with just the right amount of naughty and nice. And together they point out all the very stupid things men and women do in the world of sex and dating. You get a juicy little podcast that is smart, sexy, and will knock you on your ass. It's unfiltered, uncensored, and unapologetic. This is Believe in the Sex Playbook, and it starts right now. Hey everyone, welcome to Believe in the Sex Playbook. I'm your host, John Ibrahim, coming to you from the Windy City here on the Believe Podcast Network. Alongside with me is not my co-host, Shay. Where is Shay, you ask? I don't know. Good question. I was going to ask you. Actually, Shay is pretty busy in her life right now, so she's not able to join us today. But we're thinking of her, and we hope she will be back real soon. So you're stuck with me. And hey, there's nothing wrong with being stuck with me. It's my show, right? And if you love this little show of mine, like little kids love cursing the people who give out candy corn on Halloween, then please remember to subscribe to The Sex Playbook and give the show a five-star rating. You can find Believe in the Sex Playbook on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and pretty much everywhere else you get your podcasts. And of course, you can always find us at Believe.com and at Believe Podcasts on Twitter. That's B-L-E-A-V. All right. So, the topic that we're going to talk about today is based on this article that I had read recently about, and it's a little something that I knew has been kind of going on out there, and it's it's especially with younger millennials and Gen Z, and in a broader sense, we can talk about this topic a little bit more in the future, but specifically, what we're going to hit on today is people who say that they are too busy to have sex. Now, this is going to revolve more around like couples. And any of you out there who know me know that I am a habitually serial single guy. So that usually bleeds into this show to where I don't talk much about couples and married life. Although a lot of the advice to counter all the dumb things that men and women do out there when it comes to sex and dating definitely apply to couples and married people. I generally talk mostly about single people because I kind of know a little something about that. But this topic was so troubling to me about people who can have sex whenever they want to because they're in a relationship with somebody, a serious relationship. It troubles me that they can have sex, but they're not. Now, the flip side of the coin is all the single people out there who want to have sex, mostly guys, because women, single women, can get sex whenever they want if they really wanted to. may not be their number one choice, and it may not be super quality sex, but it's still sex nonetheless. Whereas men who are single, you're like animals in the wild looking for food. That's what you do day in and day out. Animals in the wild spend their entire lives day in and day out looking for food. Men, single men, spend their lives day in and day out looking for sex. And so a lot of times single men, their lack of having sex is that they just haven't been in a position where they could have sex with somebody. They're they're not dating somebody. Uh, They're having a little bit of drought in the hookup scene. 
no friends with benefits on the line. Hey, who knows? So they want to have sex. They just aren't able to. What we're talking about today are these people who are in relationships and they say they're not having sex because they're too busy to have sex. Who are these people? I have no idea. Sounds crazy to me because I always want to have sex. But who knows? Maybe if I was one of these people, one of these relationships, serious relationships, I might feel differently. I don't know. I'm a very busy guy. Very, very busy. But I would still, even with as busy as I am, I would still find time to have sex. But again, I'm not in a relationship. I'm a single dude. So we're going to be addressing this stuff from the perspective of people who are in relationships. Now, a lot of the stuff that we're going to be that I'm going to be citing for you are statistics that come from this. So here here are some of these stats troubling as they are. So, men 53% of men didn't think their partner was interested and that's why they didn't have sex. Well, if that's the case, hey, open up your fucking mouth and communicate. From what I heard, I don't need to be in a relationship to know that communication is one of the most important things in a relationship. So if you want to have sex and you're not because you just thought your partner wasn't interested, then you have communication issues, buddy. Now, you know your partner better than anybody, so maybe you're ascertained that by their body language. You know, like they get into bed and they turn onto their side facing away from you and go to sleep. Yeah, that's a pretty good sign that they're not interested. But still, if you're not sure why that's happening, then open up your fucking mouth and say something. 38% said that you had different bedtimes. Okay, so that would make sense because if like your partner is going to bed at 9 o'clock because she gets up at 5 a.m. to get ready for work and you're going to bed at 1 a.m., Either you got to go in there and wake her up if you guys want to have sex or you got to go in there, have sex with her. When she gets into bed, you finish up and then she goes to sleep and you go and play video games or whatever you're doing till 1 a.m. Both isn't very logistically sound and, and is kind of a shitty situation if you ask me. So you got to do something to correct that whole thing. Now, on the surface, somebody might think that the best way to remedy that would be, hey, just try to go to bed at the same time. Well, that's not always logistically you know, possible. Sometimes people do a little bit of schoolwork if they're going for like their post, postgraduate degree or something like that and while their partner goes to sleep. I get it. Sometimes that's not very – so that's not what my first suggestion would be. My first suggestion would be stop – mentally tying sex to bedtime. Why do they both have to be mutually exclusive? They don't. It doesn't mean you only have to have sex when you go to bed. Now, granted, you're having sex in the bed, and so people associate that with bedtime, but then that sort of almost means like you're scheduling sex. And one of my worst pieces of advice, people, is never schedule sex. We'll talk more about that in a little bit. So, don't just have sex when you go to bed. Don't you have to reprogram your brain from when you started thinking bedtime, sex, sex, bedtime, bedtime, sex. No, you could have sex any time of the day that you guys are free. Have sex in the shower. Have sex like right before you go to work or whatever. So that's the way that you solve that issue. And then 
the very textbook bread and butter excuse that men gave 47% of men said they were just too busy. And that's why we call this episode too busy to get busy. You know, I think that's almost an excuse, you know, because again, I'm not in a relationship, but I am an incredibly busy person. There's almost zero downtime for me during the day, but I would still make time to have sex. Even if it was a little bit of a quickie, sex is one of the most important things in a relationship. It's like the cornerstone of a relationship. So you got to have a healthy sex life with your partner in order for this relationship to survive. So saying that you're too busy is just an excuse. What it really says is somebody says it's too busy is that I don't care enough about having sex with my partner to make time for it. And that's a problem. All right. So for women, boy, it would be nice to have Shay here to counter all my little fine points here because I promise you, as you know, she would probably be telling me about how wrong I am about a lot of this stuff, even though I'm not wrong. I'm very, very right. All right. So women's excuses. The biggest one was 42% said, again, too busy. And I give women the exact same answer that I gave for men. When you say you're too busy to have sex, really what you're saying is, I'm just, it's not that important enough for me to have sex with my partner to make time for. Now, I get it. Women, especially women who are raising kids or working mothers or whatever, I get it. You're exhausted by the time the kid goes to sleep. But again, if you are trying to save or maintain a good relationship, you got to make time for sex. All right. 35%. This one's big. It says they're just not interested. That's a problem. Now, there's all kinds of reasons why women may not be interested in sex. Anywhere from it could be chemical, meaning you know, depending on your age and stuff like that, as you know, women hit their sexual peak like early 30s. And then once they start getting close to menopause age, that's when they start going through a lot of the, you know, the hormone changes and chemical changes in the body to where they physically don't have that desire for sex anymore. And yeah, that can be a problem, but it's a problem that can be addressed um, through hormone therapy and things like that with your doctor. So if that's why you don't have interest in sex, then yeah, it's something that can be addressed. But if the reason why you're not interested is because you don't find your partner attractive anymore, that's a big problem. Now, there's a lot of couples who think that they can just stay together forever without having sex. They don't need that as part of their relationship anymore. Either they stay with their partner out of habit or it's because they stay together for the kids or it's, it feels safe and familiar, whatever the reason that relationship, you you could physically stay together, I guess, but you're not going to have a moments of happiness. And why would you want to go through the rest of your life that way? So you got to identify, pinpoint the reason why you're not interested. It is, I'm here to tell you folks, it is not normal for a person to not be interested in having sex. As human beings, you know, I talk about this all the time because I'm a huge student of evolutionary psychology and the what's in all our all of our reptilian brains and all species on earth is to procreate to continue your species on and the only way you can do that is to have sex so 
for you to not have that desire to have sex, that is definitely not normal. And it's a little troubling. All right. So a close third to that one, 34% of women said that the way they felt about their body made them less interested in having sex. Now, that's very interesting to me. There's women who, you know, a lot of women feel that way, that if they don't feel perfect just that day, they're feeling bloated or, you know, whatever, they don't feel attractive. And if you don't feel attractive, you kind of tie attractiveness to having sex. And if you don't feel sexy, you don't want to have sex. So that that's kind of understandable. And if it's just like a momentary thing, like, hey, I ate a lot over the holidays and I gained like five pounds and I'm going to wait to start getting busy with people until I lose that holiday weight. If it's a momentary thing or, hey, it's that time of the month and I get bloated and when I'm bloated, I don't want to have sex because I don't feel sexy. I get that too. But if it's a regular thing, if day in and day out, Ladies, you're you're like, I think I'm fat or I don't like the way I look or whatever. And because of that, you're not having sex. You need to fix that. You need to find out. And I don't mean you need to lose weight so you feel good about your body. Believe me, no matter how you look, there's a guy out there that will find you attractive. Now, if it's your partner and you don't feel sexy enough or or good enough about your body to show it to your own partner well they're supposed to love you unconditionally that's the word on the street so you know you should be comfortable enough to know that they're gonna love you no matter what now if you're having some really self-esteem issues then i suggest that you talk to somebody about that like therapist or counselor or whatever that is one of the that is one of the things that I'll give millennials and Gen Zers props for is they really believe in talking to therapists and stuff like that. And I think that was stigmatized for so long. And it's okay to not be okay. If you have issues that any of the stuff that we just talked about that is preventing you from having a great sex life or the desire to have sex, then that's something that you should explore. All right, so to get into a couple of the tips on how to solve a lot of this, I mentioned it earlier, is that, and you'll actually hear a lot of professionals, when I was reading this article, it had some freaking moron professional that probably just had like, you know, three PhDs, but no real world experience talking about how they should, how married, busy married couples should try to schedule sex. And I think that is redonkulous. So- I think any of you out there would agree, and my favorite type of sex is when sex is spontaneous, when you go into it not have had even planning on sex. I don't care if it's with your serious boyfriend or girlfriend and suddenly sex breaks out like in the kitchen when you weren't even planning on it, or if you're a single person and you go out on a date and you had no plans that sex was going to happen and somehow suddenly it did just because you felt the vibes flowing. Either way, any of those scenarios, spontaneous sex is always best. When you schedule sex, even me as a single guy, somebody who self-professes that they I would want to have sex all the time, anytime, if it was scheduled, it, it, it would almost be like a turnoff to me. 
if it was like, okay, I'll meet you at five o'clock and then we'll have sex, you know, or if you're a married couple and we're going to put the kids to bed here and then we're going to do this and let me make sure and, and make sack lunches for school tomorrow. And then after we get that done, let me fold the laundry and then we're going to have sex. This is our sex time. You know, it, it's a, it, it's a noble idea to want to say, Hey, sex is important in our relationship. So we're going to make sure that we schedule in time to have sex. I get it, but man, that sounds like that would be boring. And the worst thing in the world is to have sex and it be boring. You know, what a buzzkill. It's like me craving pizza like crazy. And then you, you try pizza from a new place, you know, wanting to try it and it sucks ass. What a buzzkill that is. So scheduling sex. I don't know about that. So then you, you might be like, well, okay, Mr. Smartass. I'm, we're one of those two busy married couples. We got three kids and you know, we work early in the morning. How the hell are we supposed to have sex if we're not going to be able to schedule it? Well, here's what I would say is that instead of scheduling it, if you want it to be spontaneous, then the important thing is that you do stuff together, not just have sex, but you do things together. Now I know sometimes with busy couples, one person in the couple is taking the kids here and the other one's going grocery shopping and then blah, 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 blah. But instead of scheduling sex, make time to do stuff together. Like even if you guys go for like a run together where you're just going to, even if it's like a, a jog around the block quarter mile or something like that, what that leads to is now you both just went for a run and now you're doing stuff together. You're being together. That's the whole point of being a couple and then say, Hey, now we're sweaty because we just jog. We got to go get a shower, say, hey, let's take a shower together. And then boom, that's when sex breaks out. So try to do it that way. It's not necessarily scheduling sex, but it's like, let's do stuff together that can end up merging into, into sex. Hey, let's make a date night. You know, a lot of couples do that and there's nothing wrong with scheduling date nights. And just like when you're a single guy or single girl and you hope that sex happens at the end of a date, well, married couples or, or couples in a serious relationship, when you have a date night, just like a single person, you can hope that sex happens right at the end of the date night. So do stuff together that then could end up having sex like the shower, like, you know, having a date night. Let's say, hey, let's watch that movie that we're going to, that we streamed and have that you know, end up cuddling on the couch and then leading into sex. So try to try to do it that. Okay. Another tip is prioritize sex. Okay. Like I said, sex is like the foundation of any relationship. It is like the key to intimacy. It's one of the most intimate things you can do. And when you're in a relationship, you need to have that intimacy to maintain the relationship. So sex is like crazy important. I mean, that goes without saying, and it ends up being one of the things that falls to the wayside when people end up getting too busy and getting too comfortable in a relationship. Like how many of you married people right now that are listening to this, like can remember having like freaky deaky sex, like dirty sex, sex that would make like your grandparents blush if they saw it. How many of you remember having sex like that when you guys were just dating and stuff like that? And then it just totally fizzled out. First, you end up getting married and you get a little comfortable with each other and the, the, the foreplay stops and then you end up just having like, you know, regular vanilla sex and then the sex stops altogether. So you have to prioritize sex in order to maintain the relationship, you know? So 
you know, you hear a lot of complaints from women, single women who date single men when they're younger. They say men are when they're younger, they're selfish in bed, meaning they only care about their pleasure. And that's that's pretty much true. And then hopefully as men get older and mature a little bit, they start caring more about their partner's pleasure. I was the exact same way. When I was younger, late teens, early 20s, I just wanted to get my nut off and that was it. And then as I started getting older and being more wiser to what really pleases women, I started actually getting turned on even more at the prospect of pleasing women. So I'm more of a pleaser now rather than focusing on my own pleasure. So when you are in a relationship and you're, you, you're getting to that stale, we're too busy to have sex kind of thing, when you do have sex, the way to make sure that your partner feels fulfilled and keeps them interested in sex, and remember, the interested thing is important because I just read you the stats that 35% of women and 40% of men said they're not interested in having sex with their partners anymore. I tend to think that maybe a big part of that is because their partner was only worried about their own pleasure and not pleasing their partner. So if you please your partner and focus more on their pleasure, that is going to keep their interest up. Not only is it going to be physically pleasing for them, but it's going to show them that you still care about them, that you still care enough about their intimacy and their pleasure, and that's going to keep them coming back for more. So don't just focus on your own pleasure, focus on theirs. That's good advice for anybody, not just people in relationships, but for you single sex havers as well. Now, when you do get the desire to have sex and you're like, hey, maybe you know we're, we'll try to get busy tonight, make a, like a realistic time. Both partners in a relationship know their partner like better than they know themselves. So they know exactly what time they're going to fall asleep all that kind of stuff. So obviously, if you know that, then you know when it's time to put the wheels in motion to try to have sex. And if you have that desire like throughout the day, then rearrange your day to make sure that you start getting busy before your partner ends up falling asleep. So that should go without saying. The last piece of advice that I would give regarding this is kind of what I alluded to a little while ago. That if you're having problems in the bedroom, if you're in a couple, you need to address it right away because they don't go away. And while you may think like, hey, we can, I'm perfectly happy with going the rest of my marriage without ever having sex. And believe me, there is a disturbing number of people out there who think that way. That, eh, I'm fine if I never have sex again. I shudder at that thought. But there are people who are like that. It, if you think you can go the rest of your life without having sex, that may be fine to you, but something tells me your partner might not be too cool with that. And either they are going to leave you or they are going to cheat on you if they still want to have sex and you don't. That's the whole thing about a partnership is that if one person wants to have sex and the other one doesn't, that doesn't automatically mean that that's it. Oh, I don't want to have sex. That means neither of us can ever have sex. It doesn't work that way. It might not sound fair, but that's the way it goes.
Okay, just because one doesn't want to have sex again doesn't mean you should be dooming the other person to never have sex again, which is why to avoid those bad turnouts that could end up happening, you need to address sexual problems in your relationship right away. And that means going to a professional. Now, as much as I would like to say that I'm a professional for my years and years and years of writing and recording about sex and dating stuff. I am not somebody you would go to. You need to go to like a professional counselor, professional therapist, one of those kind of deals. So so anybody who says that they are too busy to have sex, that's just an excuse. Not having sex is the symptom. That's not the problem. Yeah, You have a problem that you are masking with saying that you're too busy. If you're not too busy to eat, and you're not too busy to do all the things you do during the day, all the little things in your routine. If you're not too, too busy to do any of those, you're not too busy to have sex. So stop making excuses and have more sex. The world would be such a better place if people were just having more sex. Less wars, less drama, less uptight scowls out there. All right. That'll do it. For this edition of Believe in the Sex Playbook, I'm John Ibrahim. Make sure to hit me up on Facebook and Instagram with the username The Real John Ibrahim. And please remember to subscribe to the Sex Playbook and give the show a five star rating. Hopefully, Shay will be back with us soon. Remember, you can find Believe in the Sex Playbook on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and at pretty much all your favorite podcast directories. And of course, always at Believe.com and at Believe Podcasts on Twitter. And speaking of Twitter, please tweet your questions or topics at me and Shay, and I promise we will try to read them in a future episode. You can find me on Twitter at John Ibrahim and Shay at Kilmer Shea. And if you're interested in advertising on the show, please contact Believe at Believe.com. Remember, sex sells, so get on the action and advertise with us. And you've been listening to the Sex Playbook on the Believe Podcast Network. Later, people! Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.